This is good to hear people's stories. I love, love hearing people's stories and what God's done in their lives and challenges that they've been through because life's not perfect, is it? Uh, there's ups and downs, there's twists, there's, there's the unexpected and uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that everything's going to work out, that just you know that everything's just smooth sailing that you're never going to face a storm you're never going to face an unexpected uh, situation so this morning I just want to quickly preach for a couple of minutes on uh, a scripture from sorry um, Hebrews 10 35 it says this so do not everyone say do not throw away your confidence it will be richly rewarded. The word confidence, according to the Webster's Dictionary, means a reliance or trust, a trusting relationship. So, you know, many people have confidence in themselves or in their own ability. That's, that's good. That's important. It's not a bad thing to believe in yourself, in your ability to take on challenges and responsibilities, uh, confident that you're going to succeed. But it's also important as believers when Christ comes into our life he brings a, a confidence and an assurance that goes beyond ourselves because in life at times you're going to face challenges that are beyond our ability to fix to sort out to change and it's at that point we can if we're trusting in ourselves lose our confidence lose our way but God is bigger that any circumstance, any challenge, any circumstance that we may face. And so I just want to quickly share on confidence. Three things. I'm just jumping through my message here. Three things that attack our confidence and what God says about them. Number one, trials. So as I said before, Christianity doesn't remove us from trials, from situation events that come. Some are self-inflicted. Some are caused because there's decisions that we've made that have reaped consequences in our life and we've got to deal with that and and handle those some of them have nothing to do with us it's just life and so it's important that in in whatever circumstances we're facing whatever's going whatever trial is going on that we have a confidence in God knowing that he is with us and he's going to be with us through every challenge and every circumstance some people talked here about you know uh, growing up in dysfunctional families or circumstances which were not ideal and and uh, you know the world's not a perfect place that's why Jesus needed to come but Jesus said in Matthew ten twenty nine, are not two sparrows sold for a penny yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of my father and even the very hairs on your head are numbered so don't be afraid I love those words there's so many things in life that can cause us to have fear, to be afraid of the future, to be afraid of how things are going to turn out, to be afraid of what is going to occur, whether it's in world events, whether it's in our family, whether it's for our future, our career. So many things that we can be afraid about. And yet Jesus says here, he says, so don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. What's he saying? He's saying God even knows when a sparrow falls to the ground, how much more does he care about you, about your life, about your circumstances, about what's going in your world. So don't be afraid. It's important that we have confidence in God, knowing that he is going to be there. He's going to bring us through 
every circumstance, every challenge. And sometimes, you know, it's trusting in Him. Sometimes it's just we've got to just persevere. We've got to continue to get up in the morning despite how we feel and go ahead. There's a great quote from the, the, um, the captain of the USS Manhattan. It was the first commercial ship to make it through the Northwest Passage, uh, which is often battered through 40-foot polar ice caps. And uh, the captain's name was uh, Paul Forney. And they asked him, how did you manage to get through the Northwest Challenge with all these massive icebergs and stuff there? Uh, and he said this, I've learned that you can't nuzzle up to that kind of ice. You've got to hit it and you've got to hit it hard. And sometimes in life, you know, we, we nuzzle up to a challenge. You know, we just sort of, uh, but sometimes you've got to, you just got to push hard. Sometimes you just got to go harder and break through that circumstance, that barrier, that, that ceiling. Not everything will, will move that way. Sometimes you can bash your head and nothing ever changes. But sometimes you've just got to learn to, I've just got to go harder. I've got to get a bit harder. So trials is one thing that comes into our life that can cause us to lose our confidence, lose our confidence in ourselves. Or lose our confidence in God. Number two, fear. Uh, fear will steal our confidence. Afraid that things won't work out. <laughs> there was a great Peanuts cartoon. Anyone remember Peanuts? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's talking to Linus uh, and he wants to ask a girl out. <laughs> That's a scary thing. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Charlie Brown's talking to Linus, and Charlie Brown says, but what if I ask her and she says no? But what if I ask her and she says yes, and I fall in love, and then she decides she doesn't like me anymore? Maybe I'll just tell her I don't like her. <laughs> Sometimes we, we extrapolate out what's going to happen and, and work out all the events, and, it, it, and then we just think, oh, it's not worth the risk, so I just won't say anything i won't expose myself i won't take a risk because i don't want to fail or i don't want to get rejected and yet so often god is asking us to to step out into the unknown to to put our trust in him when he when he opens up a door and and say you know what i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna trust in god i'm gonna rely on him there's a great story in mark 10 about a beggar who uh jesus was going past you might know the story his name was bartimaeus and He's going past and, and he hears all the commotion and he hears that Jesus is passing by and he begins to call out, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me. And the crowd are telling him to shut up and be quiet and stay over there in your corner. And, but he continues to yell out and then Jesus calls him to himself. And, and there's a great verse in there where it says that um, when Jesus calls him, it says he threw away his cloak, uh, which seems like, you know, just a superfluous sentence in the in the scriptures. But the reality is that that cloak represented, it, it was like his social security card. If you had a beggar's cloak, it meant you were able, you, you were a bona fide beggar. And you, you could make a living by begging. Not anyone could just, you know, do that. So he had this this cloak. And it says that when Jesus called him, that he, he threw the cloak away. What a bold step to say, you know what? This thing that I've been trusting in, this thing that is my security, I'm, I'm throwing that away and I'm going to trust that Jesus is going to answer my prayer and change my circumstances. You know, in our own lives at times, we all have 
security blankets. And, you know, if you see a 40-year-old walking around carrying his blanket <laughs> or going to bed with his blankie, uh, you know, we might laugh. But, you know, we all have security blankets. We all have things in our life that we're holding on to. It could be our job or our career. It could be, you know, some other, um, uh, some other thing, our finances or, uh, or a particular um, thing from our past that, that we're holding on to as a, as a security. And at times God is calling us on and say, you know what, I want you to let that go and I want you to take a hold of me. I want you to put your trust and your confidence in me and I will take you to where you want to go. Brian Bartimaeus made a choice right there. You know what? He's not like, well, if this, I'm going to hold on to this because if I don't get healed, at least I'll still have my beggar's cloak. At least I'll still have my... He went, you know what? I'm trusting God. I'm letting go of that and I'm going to reach out for what God's got in store for me. I, I am so challenged and inspired by blind Bartimaeus. And the last thing I'll finish up with this. So you've got, you've got trials, you've got fear. And the other one's time. You know, just sometimes it just seems like things aren't going to happen. Anyone ever been there? Just, it's just not going to happen. And, and time can, can eat away at our confidence and our confidence in God, confidence in ourselves, confidence that things are going to turn out. And 2 Peter 3.9 says this, The Lord is not slow, in keeping his promises and if there's any if there's ever been a scripture that you think is heretical that's it the lord is not slow in keeping his promises but then it says as some understand slowness isn't that amazing so oftentimes what we think god should be doing and you know if i was god i'd be doing things a lot different to you <laughs> where's your qualifications <laughs> What school did you go to to get the position? Uh, but God is all-knowing. And if you read through the scriptures, you often see, you know, these characters that we read about. But if you, if you look into their circumstances, many of them were frustrated with, with the time that God took to bring about answers and to turn situations and circumstances around. You know, just a couple like Abraham and Noah. You know, David, it was 13 years from the time that David was prophesied that he was going to be king to the time he became king and uh and lots of stuff happened in between you know he was he was on the run for many many years it didn't look like that was ever going to come to pass uh but the the purpose of the scriptures is to show us you know over generations generations and generations of people who follow god god's faithfulness you can read with just in a few pages the lives of some great followers of god whether it be old testament or new testament you know and i i find it a bit um confronting sometimes when say you read the life of david well he's one of the longer ones he's got a few chapters in there but you know within a number of pages first they're being born and then they're dying (laughs) it's like wow it's like that's the life there and some of them have a much shorter passage but the 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 scriptures as we as you read through them you see generation after generation person after person family after family god's faithfulness god's faithfulness as he brings people through challenging circumstances and trials that are life-threatening and yet over and over again god is faithful so hebrews ten thirty five. i think this is a great scripture for 2015 and 
2015, it's upon us right now. You know, it's, we can approach it two ways. We can be afraid of what it holds or we can embrace it and go, you know what, it's full of opportunity. It's, yes, there's going to be some challenges, but God has nuggets of gold embedded in 2015. And as we continue to walk forward, as we continue to trust, as we continue to, to hold on to confidence in ourselves and our confidence in God, we're going to find 2015... Um, opening up incredible doors of opportunity, incredible blessings that God has in store for us. So, So do not throw away your confidence. That tells us that there's, you can throw it away. You can go, you know what? I just, I'm throwing, I throw away my confidence. Don't throw it away. Take a hold of it because it says here, it will be richly rewarded. It will be richly 